This is Jimmy and Annette, and we are excited to be here. We are living up in a down world. Do you know you say that every Sunday at church, but you never talk about the podcast? You just bring that statement up every single Sunday. You're going to go there now? Well, I just, shouldn't you let the church know? People might want to hear what you You know what? what? You You're right. Here's what I need. Okay. Okay. Every pastor needs their pastor's wife either to have a microphone <laughs> in their hand. No, oh, not going to happen. No, I, you know happen. I want that. The other thing because is- Because I need to fix we, your stories. Oh, no, we need to get you a dry erase board. Oh, is that what so I So mean? like if I get a detail wrong, which oh happens goodness. often, mm-hmm. you can just jot that down and then you can flash it up at me and so I'll that, see it and I can correct myself without the humiliation. Right. <laughs> Aren't you hilarious? We can make that happen. Right. Okay. We we'll probably see. have a, a dry erase board that'll work. No, I want a microphone. Uh, no, 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 no. I Not going to happen. Fix. Okay. Yesterday, I didn't tell you this, but you said you were in sixth grade what? when you were telling a story and then you said six years old. And I'm like, wow, if you're in the sixth grade at six, you're a genius. It's just details. <laughs> details. I know. But see, I could fix that. I could just say, nope. You mean... Oh, that would yeah, be... Yeah, And then every sermon, instead of being 35 minutes long, would be... A long. It would be long. long. At least. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. But we digress. This is Jimmy and Annette. We are so happy to be here. And our dog, Super Dog Chevy, is with us. He's just trying to get comfortable in Annette's lap right now. But we're like I said, we're living up in the down world. It's our podcast. And we wanted to start this podcast because we want to help people... Be excited about life, even though the world seems to be losing its ever-loving mind. So how did we, just this will be just kind of a quick review of last week, how did we help ourselves to pull away from all the news and the noise? What did we do? Well, we turned off the TV. Booyah. I mean, (laughs) like it's rocket science. Right. And it's not like we don't have a little, you know, a 13-inch black and white TV. We, we have, have an 85-inch TV. TV. We like TV. Yeah. We love movies. Well, it's funny. And- we get that TV. We put it up. We have to buy a new media center because, you know, we had a smaller TV. Right. So we needed a, a larger one to accommodate it. We upgraded. We get used to it after about six months, and you're like, we need a bigger yes, TV. Not big enough. I'm yeah. just like, no, I can't even fit another <laughs> console in there. So no. We're gonna need a theater projector next. But now we use YouTube video clips of coffee houses with yes. fire going. We turn jazz music, jazz music on. That's been oh, uh, it's been refreshing. Very refreshing. We have bought back. We mentioned this last week, but this is important because some of you actually have written in and asked about this, and and some have even shared their own stories of kind of unplugging and pulling back. Are going off the grid all together, but um, it just has really helped us gain back hours and hours of our time in the evenings where our evenings are relaxed. And I've noticed this, we're going to bed earlier. Have you noticed? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even with the time you change. Better sleep because we're not worrying about what's going on in the world, Way even though, sleep. I mean, we're not putting our head in the sand. No, by not any at all. Means, not at all. But we're, we're not dwelling on stuff. it. And we're not listening right. to fake news because every news station... That's my soapbox. It's all fake. You don't know what's real. Wait, so. if it's on the internet, it's real. 
<laughs> so some my people granny, say. My granny used to read the National Enquirer. Uh, and the she Star. thought she knew all the stars. She would call them by, she called Judge Judy, Judy. Judy, like my like friend Judy. <laughs> I know. She was. She would talk about was, famous uh, people like they were best friends because she read their stories it in the was, Enquirer. Well, she felt, I mean, literally, she acted like she knew everybody she talked about. That was, <laughs> that was how I got introduced to her. Yeah, I'm like, okay. And she, remember when we went into her apartment and, and she had Judge Judy on, and but it was so loud. Jerry Stringer. Oh, oh that was gosh. awesome. I'd never watched that show in my life until I sat in her living room and oh was forced, gosh. forced to watch it. Why it's would torture. you even want to? I guess that's entertainment for we some We all have people. enough drama in our life. I don't I need that. I want to watch somebody else's. Yeah, I've got my own. I had teenagers in my home. That's all I... Oh, my gosh. That was enough <laughs> drama, wasn't it? Right. <laughs> so, we, we've had a great week. I mean, we've had a busy week. Oh, okay, my Okay, but gosh. you know what? I have to say this. I have to stop you oh, right now. Okay. Because yesterday, you told the church... To go to hell. You t- <laughs> Are you sure about that? Yes. You actually I told... I didn't say him to go... Said, no, 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 no. I said, let's go to hell. Let's go That's to hell. That's a little different. Uh, For all you listeners, I'm doing a series called <laughs> Heaven in the Real World. And after doing several weeks of just talking about the glory of heaven and what's coming, which is really amazing. It's really helping me in a lot of ways. Um, I really felt led by the Holy Spirit and by my wife... We had these conversations, a.k.a. Holy Spirit 2, 2.0. But we've been having, we have conversations about everything. We talk about the Lord. Well, you had me do all your research. Yeah, well, not all, helping. but I do a yeah. lot of your uh, research that helps. for you. We're both watching different things. We're, we're looking up things, uh, using our Logos Bibles. Man, that's mm-hmm. just, that program's amazing. So we're digging and researching, and two heads are better than one. But we started talking about the need. We need to talk about hell. I mean, two of the things the church talks the least about, it seems like, these days is heaven, and definitely we don't talk about hell. No. It's like the Not unless you're a fire and brimstone preacher in the Baptist church or Pentecostal. Not that. Not really? that. What no, is it? Not me. No, I oh, mean, no, not me. Oh, no, you're not that. Oh, no, yeah. No, no, no. I'm no, Mr. Live not. Up in a Down World. I mean, right. I came up with that in college. So, so anyway. But then, you know what? It doesn't scare me because I know where I'm going. Exactly. So if you're exactly. a Christian and you're following Christ, and you know, a lot of people think that just because they believe or they go to church, that's enough. Right. No, you have to still, live for him. You right. Have, you have to release your life to him. And yeah. I mean, literally, it's not just, I mean, even the demons know who Jesus is. I know. They the Bible believe. says they know who he is, they believe, and yet they tremble Trim, yeah. because they, they don't they don't know him in a saving way. They don't have right. faith in him, right. and trust in him, and all that. So, yeah, so we felt like we needed to talk about it. It's like a massive elephant in the room in church. You know, it's interesting the atmosphere when I started talking about hell. Well, first of all, I said, let's all, y'all ready to go to hell? Something yep. like See, that. Exactly. And I got a few snickers, and then it's like the. The air got sucked the out of the room. Pressure <laughs> went bear, down. Bear pressure, yeah, Although the first service, dropped. there was a little bit more. There was more energy, energy in the first service. The second yeah. service, it was like whoa. What I think did he everybody just say? was worried they're going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we had this great bumper video for the the. In fact, y'all should go look at it. It's online. It's at bridgefbg.com. Yeah, it's on that YouTube. Video was great. Bridge Church, Fredericksburg, Texas. 
And uh, all of our videos are there. Or they're on our front page of our website, bridgefbg.com. Go check it out. And uh, we showed this great bumper video that was kind of a man on the street thing where they went and interviewed men and women on the street and said, so what do you think hell is? Mm-hmm. Who do you think goes to hell? And they stuck a microphone in their face. And the, the answers were just all over the map. Right. It was crazy. And uh, so that was a perfect segue into saying, you know, we just don't know what we're talking about. There's such a wide variety of beliefs and thoughts because about hell. Because people think that if you're good, you won't go to hell. And oh, that's yeah. not, I can be. God is a good God. He would he never send, send a people, good person to hell. But he doesn't send people to hell. He we doesn't. send ourselves that's to hell. That's the myth that I busted yesterday. Oh, my God. Well, God, I don't even well, think you went I there went yet. Well, I went there in one of the services, but I'm going to really go there in, in oh. the next, in part two, that God doesn't send anybody to hell. We go to hell by choice, mm-hmm. by our refusal to accept the gift that's been extended to us. Now, we can get into it. We're not going to dive into the right, weeds on right. some of this. Maybe next week we could. I mean, I think it's really important. Mm-hmm. But uh, just so you know, I'm not a hellfire and brimstone kind of guy. <laughs> no, I'm like not. Mr. Positive. The glass is always half full. No, my glass is running over. Yeah, yours is always running over. <laughs> my buckets are, my leaky buckets are overflowing. So I'm a very positive so It's hard individual. for you to preach on it but then it really i was nervous you felt to be honest. convinced oh yeah totally that you have to go there i did i did i really did and then when sunday morning rolled around i got up i had this energy and this passion because i believe that the reason we need to talk about it is because we love people and we don't want them to go there right so it's really a love thing not a fear thing at all and so that just got annette and i we've just been batting all this around for weeks now but also another thing came up that we started talking about, and this is something we feel like maybe will help our listeners as they think in terms of, of just doing life daily, because our whole point of doing this podcast is to make faith real for the rest of us. I mean, just let's just bring it down to where we live. And so we were thinking in terms of this idea, uh, Joyce Meyer wrote a book years ago called Battlefield of the Mind. And then our pastor, when we lived in Nashville, Tennessee, went to a great church there called Grace Chapel. It was a Calvary Chapel church. Pastor Steve Berger and his wife, Sarah, wonderful leaders. Um, he was doing a series called Mind Wars. Remember oh, yeah. that? Yes, that was, it was really It was good. real similar, same principle of that, that the battlefield for our lives is not, not out there where you work. It's, it's not even in your home. It's, it's in your mind. mind. Mm-hmm. It's in your mind. And so we wanted to talk about that a little bit because our minds are constantly under attack. I mean, just let me just ask you, Annette, do you ever do you ever get mind wars when you look in the mirror in the morning oh, when you get up? That's probably my biggest mind war. So tell Especially me about as that. I talk age. To us. Well, the mirror talks back age, to me. Age, you're I know. freaking gorgeous. No, but I'm I'm and yeah. I love you, by the way. I, thank you. I love you too, baby. I didn't steal that from Adam but Curry. I, I'm telling you, I <laughs> yes, love you, you. No, no, it's for oh, real. Oh, Adam, he's, I knew this was going to happen this week after hearing your podcast last week, but that's okay. I believe you, and I know you do. Um, I'm going to take you back now. No, no. When I, oh my gosh, here we go. Well, Adam said he's going to get you some more sound effects, so I'm ready I'm for like, to do totally that. I'm totally excited. So I for know. our listeners, we're going to have a whole new bank of sound effects right. that we okay, can play with. Let's go back to what we were talking about. Um, anyway, I was look every time I look in the mirror, and especially as I age, you know, the enemy will tell me things. You know, you're worthless. You're ugly. You've got too many wrinkles. You're, you know, you're not young anymore. I mean, which I'm not. But isn't that boy? He, that's not uh, just a, females, though. It's it's a recording that yeah. plays every day, and I yeah. believe it plays for everybody. 
but it's what you do with it. And I literally have to get it out of my mind, start quoting some scriptures that I okay, know. So let's, let's talk, talk about, about that. that. <laughs> wow. Wow. This is weird. 30 years of wow. We finished each other's <laughs> sentences and we interrupt each other and a lot. And there are so some scriptures. So let's talk about that. So, yeah. So I looked up some scriptures because I think in terms of what it means. So if our mind is where the battlefield is, then it, it only stands to reason that what we put into our mind or what we allow into our mind, into our thinking, into our processes it can actually impact and affect and inform what we say and do, right? right? Right. And so we need to start with what's going in. So listen to the scripture. This is you'll know this one, Annette. Romans twelve two. You know this one well. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God what is good and acceptable and perfect. Let's go back to the principle. I like the New Living version of that. New Living Translation says this. It says the first part's almost the same, so I'm going to read it like that. it's the second part. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by changing the The way way you you think. think. I love that. The NLT, that's the New Living Translation for those of you who are interested in translations. Very casual and colloquial, but still very sound and a good translation. Mm -hmm. So I highly recommend the NLT. And how do you you change the way way you think well you change the way you think by renewing your mind now you got to go back to how do you renew your mind it's by what you put in that's right it's almost like you know I remember being in class in college and we were learning early programming on computers oh my gosh it was hilarious (laughs) I mean like very early stuff we're talking back in the 80s when basic 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 programming I mean it was called basic and uh, but but I remember our professor always saying, you know, you're going to get out of this machine, this computer, mm-hmm. what you put, put into, into it. it. Of course, and whatever you put in is what you get back. If it doesn't work, it's because you put something in that that threw off the program or didn't work with the program or you didn't write the right code or the right language. And so I always thought about that in terms of my spiritual life. That whatever I put in, that's what's going to come out. Mm-hmm. And I've said this for years, and I, I didn't. I don't think I stole this from anybody, but if I did, sorry. Uh, I said it five times, so it's mine now. <laughs> but I think I've said this for years. Uh, you leak out what you're full of. Right. It's the same principle. Exactly. That's all it is. I was a youth pastor, by the way, for 14 years. So a lot of my isms come from those youth ministry days. You're still a youth pastor. I'm totally a youth pastor at 61 years of age. But I'm trying to help people wrap their mind around principles that they can, in terms they can remember. That's right. why I say these silly isms, Pastor J-isms, we used to call them or still do. But this is one that, that's really powerful, and it is you leak out what you're full of. Therefore, you got to be care of, be careful what you're filling yourself up with. Right. And so this principle, garbage in, garbage out. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Giggo. Right. Whatever you put in, garbage in, you're going to get garbage out. Here's another scripture that's really powerful in terms of this. Um it says, for we do, this is Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. Ephesians 6, that's oh, like the warfare passage. Sure is. So listen to this. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness. Ooh, heebie-jeebies. Against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's literally saying, look, this isn't about who's on the other side of the aisle, politically speaking. You know, a Republican or a Democrat or an Independent or, or someone who's on the other side of the pond, you know, Putin or Russian. You know, we want to make people our enemies. But the truth is, 
that that no human being is actually our enemy. There right. are forces at work, spiritual forces that are bigger than that. So when we talk about mind wars, then you got to think in terms of maybe I'm not my worst enemy. Maybe that thought did not come from me. Right. Or maybe the fear over China taking over America someday or Russia or Red Dawn or whatever happening that maybe that's not what I should be afraid of. Maybe there's something bigger going on mm-hmm. than just people. What was that speak uh, to Yeah, you? I agree with that. And the thing is, is we're always going to be bombarded with thoughts because we still live in this world. But what I found is, as a Christian, when I begin to memorize the Word, I realize I don't have to dwell on those thoughts. And once I dwell, that's where the problem comes in. But when I just let it go... And just get it out of my mind and think of what's that scripture that talks about thinking on things that are lovely and what? Oh, yeah, yeah. What is uh, that? That would be Philippians, Philippians chapter four, which is things that are good, yes. things that are noble. Yes, yeah, yes. Repute. Yes. And that's, that's where I have to go. I can't, I just won't allow myself to dwell on those negative thoughts. That's really good. I was looking on here on this Bible program. I just looked up these scriptures online. Uh, Here's another one talking in terms of how do we fight these mind wars? Okay, these thoughts are coming into us. So how do we deal with them? Well, here's the thing. The thoughts that come to us if they're not the truth, that means they're a lie. There's no half, so it's no such thing as a half truth. Right. So it's either the truth or a lie. It may be a spin on the truth that sounds almost true. Mm-hmm. And and I remember hearing John Eldridge talk about this, and you probably remember this from Captivating. I went to the boot camp up in Colorado with a group of guys, and and John Eldridge, who's a great minister in his own right, he's also a therapist. He was talking about. Uh, how we make agreements with these thoughts that come in our mm-hmm. mind. It's almost like if you make a covenant or a contract. So I remember pulling up a picture. I was teaching this principle about agreements. So, you know, this negative thought comes into your mind. You're so worthless. Nobody cares about you. Nobody cares about your podcast. Nobody cares, you know, that you're a pastor. Nobody, all this stuff that comes into my mind, by the way, that happens to me as much as you, maybe more because of the position I hold, Probably, I get attacked because you have a, a lot. Public position. Get a lot of those mental attacks, and what happens is, is I have a choice when those thoughts come into my mind. I can either arrest them, mm-hmm. and the biblical word for that is a rebuke, mm-hmm. it means to arrest or stop them, or I can get into agreement with them. Right. It's like I make a covenant with the enemy. One time I was teaching on this principle back when we did Wednesday night services or our study mm-hmm. you know, four or five years ago before COVID. I was teaching the principle and I found this picture online, just Googled pictures and, and found this. And it was a picture of like a devil hand shaking the hand of a regular oh, person. Oh, that's right. I and it looked, I mean, it was so well done, very high definition. Because mm-hmm, you're making agreement with Oh the, my yeah, gosh. It was like, this is what we're doing mm-hmm. when we just take those thoughts and welcome them in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you may remember this principle uh, about the seed, dropping the seed mm-hmm. to the ground. Why don't you share that? Well, the principle is, if let's just say, for instance, when I was married before, one of the major... You were married before? <laughs> yeah. Yes, honey, for about almost 14 years. Shocking all. I know. Um, I was in a very dysfunctional relationship where... We were not kind to one another. That's just putting it very kindly. <laughs> but I was being told that things 
about who I am to my ex-husband was making a lot of very negative comments, calling me names and so forth. I just don't want to go into the details of it. But what I've what I what happened back then was I internalized it and I began to agree with everything he said. To, that by the time we met, after I went through my divorce and went um, through counseling, and and by, but by the time I met you. You were saying all these kind and beautiful things that were so opposite of what I had heard from him, even from my past childhood. And I had to learn. You pretty much taught me the Word of God and what it said. And I had to learn that when I when a seed gets put into your hand, that whether good or bad, you can take that seed, and if it's good, you put it in your heart, and you can dwell on that, and you can overcome things. But the thing is, is a lot of times we'll we'll dwell on a seed that's bad yeah. because we're just, you know, prone to that as humans to go negative. We can, and then we can, we have the opportunity to turn it over and let it go. And that's one of the things that you taught. Where did you get that principle from? Do you remember? I don't even remember. Uh, I'm a hundred years wait, old, so it's hard to Don remember. Don Finto. Probably Don. I Finto. think it was Don Finto. Might have been Don. He taught us other things like that, but uh, but Don taking was that, see, whatever, like like if someone calls you a name or something that's not who you are, you take your hand and you just turn it over and you say, "Nope, I don't take that." Yeah, you don't do it right in front of them. You, no, you, as you're walking, <laughs> no, and I have literally, I have literally walked away from conversations. This mm-hmm. may help somebody here, where where whenever someone says something derogatory, or whether it's somebody or a thought, either way, whether it's, but it's a mind war either mm-hmm. way. Somebody says something that slanders you, or you overhear somebody putting you down or whatever. It's such a mind war to begin with. And uh, the principle is this, is that those are seeds. Mm-hmm. And you can either plant a seed or you can just drop, drop it to it the ground and, and move on. But the choice is yours, whether you're going to receive that right. seed into the soil of your heart, into the soil of your life, or you're going to throw it down on the ground. And so uh, whoever it was that taught us that, it might have been Don, whoever. But it, the idea was you, you you put your hand out, and literally I do this physically. Now I may be walking away from a conversation where something was said to me, and trust me, it happens as a pastor. You just, we get all kinds of crazy stuff. We love people, and it's a good thing that we do because sometimes people say the craziest things. And uh, remember that show, Kids Say the Darnest Things? I mean, that's really dating myself there. But people, Christians, say the craziest things mm-hmm. where you're going, I can't believe it just came out of their mouth. They don't even know they just sliced you in half. Mm-hmm. And uh, But what I do is I take my hand, and, and as I'm walking off, I just, just one smooth motion. They don't even know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm literally dropping turning my that. hand over and dropping those seats to the ground, refuse to let the enemy use another, maybe even a good person who didn't even mean it, but just weren't thinking and what they were saying, because words matter. And the battlefield mind, really, it comes around words. So I walk away from those conversations or from those kinds of things, and I just literally turn my hand over as though I'm dropping them to the ground. So back to words. What we say matters. Mm-hmm. Our words are powerful. Our words are like power containers. Well, think about what we say to children when they're young. 
And, mm. you know, we, we call them, well, I don't. I've never done right, this. Right. I hope I've never done this. Called my child stupid or, you know, you, instead of saying you did a stupid thing, which I don't even like that, honestly. Uh, yeah, S word's not a good word. All they hear is stupid. Right. And, boy, Think about what that does to them. It Again, is that word that's a seed. But then that it goes germinates in. and germinates until they become angry with the world and with you know and just it wreaks havoc oh, in their heart. Yes. But, but it starts in the mind. This it is does. where the mind war is happening. And I know that you are listening. I'm sure you're resonating with this because things happen to you. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's just walking by a mirror, and mm-hmm. your first thought is, "You are." You just look terrible. Mm-hmm. You look old. You look tired. That's always a fun one when somebody says, you look tired. Are you okay? Right. And you're like, I was until you said that. Right. Now I'm feeling tired. I mean, again, the power of words mm-hmm. and us learning how to manage our words and and be careful with our words. Mm-hmm. And here's another principle. <laughs> The more you mature in Christ, and really I would even say it like this, the more you grow in your in the grace and the power and the anointing that's on your life as you mature, actually your words carry more authority and right. weight as you mature. Mm-hmm. And so there's even a sense where we need to be even more selective in what we say and how we mm-hmm. how we speak things and weigh our words carefully because they can either take somebody out or they can lift somebody up. That's right. right? That's right. So other scriptures. Here's another one, and this is, a again, it has to do with mind wars. It has to do with the enemy. James chapter 4, mm-hmm. verse 7. I want to bounce this off of you. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. The key is the first thing. Submit yourselves to God first. Oh, I thought, I thought it was just you just bow up and resist no. the, the mean old devil. Isn't that funny how we we automatically go to the second part of the scripture and miss yeah. what God says, yeah. submit yourself to me. You nailed I it. don't think we can resist the devil without submitting ourselves first. We can't. Right. We think we can. And then we to go toe-to-toe with mm-hmm. the one who knows you better than you know yourself, the enemy, it's not going to end well for you. Exactly. Yeah. Well, this is just a few of the things that, that are pinging around in us, and we want to help you. We want to invite you to write in. If you have questions about faith, questions about your walk with God, you can find us at livingupinadownworld.com livingupinadownworld.com. All you have to do is type that in, go there. You can reach us there. You can my Twitter feed's on the very front there. My daily devotionals, it's called blog on there. You can click on those. And every day I post a daily devotional that I write fresh. It's hot off the How long the have you been doing that now? About 18 years. Wow. I've got thousands. Mm-hmm. I've got just on my own, my own database journal over 4,000 of those wow. that I've written. I should compile those into a Devo book yes, of books. Should. That'd be a volume. Many have said that. So, um, But anyway, you can you can read our daily <laughs> devotionals. Uh, you can listen to the podcast right there, right off of livingupinadownworld.com. So do that. You having a cough attack over there? Yeah. You okay? I know the Heimlich, if that'll help. <laughs> <laughs> One one thousand, two one thousand. Oh wow! So, but anyway, so we want to invite you to go to go to that page, and there's you can write us, you can ask questions, you can leave a review. That would be awesome. You can also subscribe only if it's good. If it's bad, <laughs> yeah, well, keep, we're just going to throw the seed down. Well, it's like bad. Mama said: if you have anything good to say, right, you know, don't, don't say, say anything, anything at all. So yeah. So anyway, leave a positive review there. <laughs> 
And, uh, and so do that. So that helps us to know. And then also on there, you can subscribe to the podcast so that when we generate a new podcast, which is usually every every Monday, and then I work, produce it, and then it gets out on either late Monday night, Tuesday morning. And that way you'll always know when they're coming. So we'd love to have you be a part of that. I do want to just share some good stuff here. I mean, I think we might want to keep this conversation going for the next time. But I want to share some things just to, to, as a source of encouragement and say thanks, um, Sir Brian with an I. Brian. Why do you say Sir Brian? Because that's what his oh I didn't know that name okay. is on <laughs> okay on Fountain. Oh. Fountain, by the way, is a great app that you can use, and you can actually uh, do value for value on Fountain. So, like, if you like something, you can boost it. You can do a boostagram where you you can write a note to us and say, "Hey, that was awesome," and then here's seventy thousand sats or or a million, however many you want to give. It's all Bitcoin stuff, but that's a good way to to actually say, "Wow, I value what you're doing, and I appreciate." This. This. this is helping me. And uh, Sir Brian with an eye, I mean, just the other day, five hours ago, 33,443 sats. I mean, and he says this, looking forward to another dose of excellence from Dame Annette. Oh, and her sidekick, <laughs> oh, Pastor Caster. Did he really say he that? He did say that. See, you're, wow. you're, you're, you're outpacing me there, which is exactly how I planned this. Oh, wow. Another person wrote, very cool, uh, Serve in Silence is their name, and, and they, uh, they're either on Castomatic or Fountain. Love your show. Bless you guys. And that's you know, 3,300 sats on there for that. Thank you so much. Somebody named Adam Curry. <laughs> Every <laughs> week. Adam's awesome. He's like our greatest supporter. Thank you, Adam. We love you and we Tina. We wouldn't even be here if it weren't. By the way, them. they're in Jamaica, Mon. I know. Can you it. believe that? I, I'm having I've a little envy. i getting pictures and texts, and I'm, I'm trying not to commit the sin of envy, but I've I had know. to pray that off of me I had, a to, I had to text her just now and say, it's okay to eat. <laughs> Calories don't count. You need yeah, when to you're on vacation. Yeah, wow. Adam took his portable podcasting unit. He's still doing all like four of his shows. He can go there. anywhere. It's crazy. Do, yes. So Adam, Adam sent us uh, thirty three thousand sats, and, and that's just part of it. He's really been a great supporter. Tuesdays are so good with a new podcast from Pastor Jimmy and Damonette. Mm-hmm. So Adam and Tina, we love you guys. We so value. Kind of already wishing they were back. Though. I, I know them. they just got there, but no, I miss those guys. I do so too. anyway, be sure and tune into their podcast, Curry and the Keeper. It has become, it's really what inspired us. I mean, when we, a friend wrote us from Chicago and said, hey, you got you, this couple, Adam and Tina Curry, are talking about you on, the, on their podcast. I'm like, what? Who's Adam and Tina Curry? <laughs> and then we got to know them, and it turns out they lived in our town, and Tina had become in our church, and it just turned into a great friend's story that's just being, the chapters are being written right now. And then as we were talking and getting to know each other, we were just raving about their I love their their podcast, and they were like, "Well, you should do one too." And we're like, "Well, okay, we will." <laughs> and just man, in a very short amount of time, we were amount. up and running. So, and this is number eleven, by the way. Wow, I know double digits. Can you believe it? Wow. So you know, we'll have a thousand before you know it in the can. So really, awesome. I know <laughs> what. Okay, so anyway, I just want to just give a big shout out. Curry and the Keeper, go to Fountain, Castomatic, any of the value for value. Uh, they have a website as well, but go and listen to their show. They do their show every couple of weeks, twice a month, and uh, they're a hoot. You'll just spend most of your time laughing. I'm ready for them to do it four days a week. Me too. Come on, Tina. Let's Tina get this says going. she doesn't have enough to talk about. I'm thinking, 
If I were married to Adam Curry, I would have plenty to laugh and talk about. <laughs> no, no doubt. Oh my goodness. No what so an I pull up to couple. an intersection. It's spring break <laughs> and I pull up on Main Street yes. here in Fredericksburg, Texas, and there are thousands of people oh, already gosh, in the morning. I mean, that just spring break jams our town and thousands and thousands of guests and tourists. And so I was crossing Main Street right by Market Plots. That's our big park downtown. I just had coffee with somebody and uh I've turned on the podcast and they are going on and on, and I'm laughing so hard because he's talking about loud. what he wants for his baptism. He was talking about his baptism. He wants LED lights at the baptistry. He, he <laughs> wants he wants me to play oh, a solo on the guitar and he rock out. Is and hilarious. He wants, he wants to meet with the production team to to give us some help about production to really guess, make this a you know big what? affair. This is go pretty big, big for home. Adam Curry to get baptized. You know that is really cool. And so for all huge. of our listeners, be praying for Adam and Tina. They're growing in their faith, and they're on a great journey. And looking, we're just walking with them and just enjoying the and journey. And you can watch it April twelfth that That's evening. Right. We're gonna, it'll be, gonna, it'll we'll be, be on, streaming. Yeah, it. we'll be streaming. We're it. doing a night of worship, so we have a full night of worship, and then we're gonna have baptisms. We've got a lot of people signed up to be baptized. We sure do. It's yeah. really cool what God's doing. So, uh, yeah. So anyway, I wanted to share those updates. We've got also have other people that have written into the website, just asking questions. So do write us livingupinadownworld.com. Ask questions about your faith and the faith journey. We want to walk with you and help you in this journey. Annette, any closing thoughts on this no. mind? Oh, gosh. There's so much to say, but I think we need to put it off till next week. Do you think Chevy has any closing thoughts? It's like, <laughs> He's like, yeah, just keep rubbing my belly. Yeah, good to exactly. go. Exactly. <laughs> hey, folks, we love you. Thank you again for being with us. We so appreciate you. We really are having a great time. We look forward to this time. Chevy really looks forward <laughs> to this time. I mean, when I was setting the chairs up, he was already like getting it's like excited. he knows what's about to happen. He knows what's about to happen. Smart dog. But we are, we're here to walk with you. We're here to help you on your faith journey, here to help you walk with Christ. And so, any way we can do that through answering questions, through um, just the dialogue, we're here for you. So this week, I got a challenge for you. Make it your aim to live up in a down world. Goodbye. We love you.